Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, inventor of my pillow, here to tell you about my Giza Dream bed sheets. I made sure that they would be everything you'd ever want in a sheet set. I started with the world's finest cotton called Giza. It's only grown in a region where the Sahara Desert, the Nile River, and the Mediterranean Sea all meet. The long staple cotton makes my Giza Dream sheets ultra soft and durable. They come with extra wide pillowcases to fit over any pillow and extra deep pockets to fit over any mattress. Not only that, they come with my 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. And now you can get the best sheets ever for the best price ever. When you buy one of my Giza Dream bed sheet sets, you'll get another one absolutely free. I personally guarantee that they'll be the most comfortable sheets you'll ever own. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener specials for the buy one Get one free offer on Giza Sheets. All you got to do, Renegade Nation, is enter the promo code RENEGADE or call 1-800-889-6817 for these great specials. That's 1-800-889-6817. Use the promo code RENEGADE. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. Welcome back, Renegade Nation. You're listening to Talk on the Street with Laura Marie. Today, I have a special guest in the studio. She's a teacher who wishes to remain anonymous, currently teaching at a private school. So we're going to talk a little bit about the differences in private versus public schools. So tell me, how long have you been teaching and what grades are you currently teaching? Oh, I've been teaching about 15 years, uh, currently teaching middle school. Okay, so in your opinion... What are the fundamental differences in teaching private school and public school? Oh, there's a number of differences. The one that I think stands out the most is the fact that we are able to, and we we do it all the time, talk about God. Talk about what would Jesus do when a situation comes up. We're we're able to explore Christianity and moral values. Um, where you can't do that in a um, in the public sector. Another vital component is the parent-teacher relationship. Uh, we it's a very open communication. It uh, it is a very um, it's built on trust on both sides, from the parent to the teacher and and teacher to the parent. We um, communicate frequently, and we understand that the the parent has sent their child to us for an education. And for an element of uh, whether it be spirituality or religion, so we build off of that foundation, and um, we help guide the parents, and we keep them well informed of their uh, their child's academics, their child's spiritual growth, their child's moral growth. We are in constant communication, and we don't keep anything from them. That is so refreshing to hear, especially since Obama, back in 2009, took out religion morals and values in our schools. You know, it really it really is refreshing to teach because at the end of the day, it's what our society um, is lacking. We, we have no foundation, no moral compass anymore, no right from wrong. Uh, religion in our society is, is missing, and it, it is greatly played out that way. But you guys are teaching it in your school. Absolutely. It's actually one of our core subjects. Just like uh, history, English, we have religion. And the beauty of it is um, we pray. We pray throughout the day. We have a morning prayer. We have an end-of-the-day prayer. And if we feel like praying anywhere in between, 
We can do that. It's bonding. It is um, it is refreshing, to say the least. And it is um, character building. Sounds like you would establish a lot of trust, too. Absolutely builds trust. Um, they have trust in God. They have trust in their teacher. And they have trust in each other. These are kids praying together. These are kids being vulnerable at times and relying on prayer. So I'm going to get right to it. Are you guys teaching CRT? We are not. Our goal is to uh, learn from history. We don't want to erase history. And our books were published, oh goodness, they're not a newer version, but we're of the school of thought that history is history. That's good to hear. My son was attending public school, speaking of history, and his history teacher wouldn't teach him anything like Civil War or anything in our past. He said that we have to go with more current history because there's only so much time to teach the kids. So the past history doesn't need to be taught anymore. That was his excuse. That's really unfortunate. Uh, History shouldn't be rewritten. History is just that, history. It's in the past, it's happened, you move on. And what about English? My son had to do English papers on Karl Marx and socialism is good. Well, I I don't know the higher you get up in education or or the years. I know I could speak for myself and my students in, um, in middle school. It is not a topic that they're writing about. It's not a topic assigned to them. The goal here, again, this is English, uh, English language arts. The goal is to learn to write. And oftentimes, the kids love to write about controversial topics. Uh, They can be assigned a controversial topic. But most often, the topic is rooted in literature based off a novel we may have read, uh, an article we may have read. The goal at the end of the day is, is to get them to read and respond in writing. That's what we do in our English language arts class. That's good to hear. It actually gives me hope that our school systems are involving the parents. It's heartbreaking watching so many parents struggling and having a hard time with the schools taking over their children. I agree with you. Parents' rights are certainly under assault today. As parents, we play second fiddle to administration to um, leader, community leaders, we have lost our voice. And I feel wholeheartedly that parents need to stand up and take a stand for what is going on uh, with our children today in public schools. You must have a long waiting list at your private schools. We actually do. We house we about 375 students and we have a waiting list a mile long. um, And we want to take them all. These parents are reaching out. These parents want their children to come to us for a reason. They're unhappy with what they're seeing in public schools. They're unhappy with the curriculum. They're unhappy with the way administration handles things. And um, they're hoping for a solution. And they're, they're, they're willing to pay for a solution. You know, there are times I think it would be nice if teachers in the public schools who are dissatisfied with what they are teaching by force, and they could actually go to homes or or rent out a hall or kind of like a daycare where they charge money so they actually can make money, like their salary, and teach outside of the public school, the old way of teaching things and the old criteria. 
Yeah, that's actually not a bad idea. And and who's to say that won't happen? There are that many dismayed parents. There are that many disillusioned families trying to get just an education for their child. They, they just want an education for them. And they didn't sign up for all that comes along with it, all the hassles. They didn't sign up for it. Have you actually seen what the CRT is? Left-wing ideology, the woke, the anti-American way of life. Have you noticed that? I haven't seen it since we don't teach it. And I haven't familiarized myself that much with it. I'm aware of it at, at a different level. I can tell you I don't like the premise behind it, and I do not agree with its ideology at all. Have you ever taught K through third? I briefly taught kindergarten prior to um, my current position, yes. In your opinion, are those children in the right mentality to be taught sex education? Uh, No, absolutely not. No way, shape, or form are they. So you probably agree with Governor DeSantis, HB 1557, the don't say gay bill. And it actually doesn't even have gay in it anywhere. It doesn't. It speaks strictly of uh, gender and sex education. Um, that it's a parent's right to teach their children kindergarten through third grade. It, it is leave it to the parents. We didn't go to school to teach children about gender identity, sex education. It's not our job. And as you mentioned, nowhere in that bill does it say the word gay. And what we're seeing here is mainstream media. Uh, They're playing into that narrative that conservatives hate gays or any issues based on gender. Uh, They're twisting it. That is not the argument. The argument is, is it a school's right or is it the parent's right to teach somebody as young as a kindergartner to third grade about gender and sexual identity? It it boils down to that. Wasn't it a gay senator in Florida that started this whole don't say gay bill? Uh, Yeah, um, I believe it was Senator Jones from Florida, Chevron Jones, uh, the first openly LGBTQ senator in state history. And here again, the words get misconstrued and the media runs with it. And it uh, again reflects negatively on uh, conservatives. And that is, I believe, the point. It is to make people of conservative nature appear unaccepting. I agree. And speaking of Florida, how about Disney going woke? What's your thoughts on that? Again, that's playing into the the narrative that conservatives have disdain for gays, uh, that they do not accept gays. And this is also a reflection on um, Ron DeSantis. They want him to be favored um, or not favored. They want him to be viewed as um, anti gay person, when in reality, again, this was not the issue. So so Disney playing into that narrative, I'm going to say it did surprise me a little. I can tell you Walt Disney is turning in his grave. His theme park was supposed to be the happiest place on earth for families, not politics. Children will figure out when the time is right, what their gender identity is. It's such a small percentage of the population. It's like they're forcing it on these children at such a young age to confuse them. Think they might be a boy when they're a girl or vice versa. I have heard more than not at a young age getting these sex changes, they later regret it. 
Do you come across this at all at school? Children confused, questioning their gender identity? You know, we're a private school, but but kids are kids. And especially those kids that are on social media, absorbing everything out there, doubting their existence, doubting so many things. I have been... Um, addressed with the issue from a number, oh, I would say a couple of students, mentioning that they were confused, they think that they might be gay, they didn't know how to handle it. And after sitting, you know, we'd sit, I'd listen, after all, we're a Christian school, we, we're we accepting of everybody. You sit, you listen, you feel for these kids because they are confused. But they're confused because of the conflicting messages they're getting from everyone else. So we, we would talk it out and always, always let them know that what they're feeling that it is okay. But the advice is always, please, we need to talk to your parents about this. This is something you need to be mentioning to mom or dad. We handle it a little differently. We don't, and I always tell them, come back to me in a couple of days. Tell me you talked to mom and dad. I'm going to reach out to them to let them know how you're feeling. Um, and, and that's kind of the way we do it. That's good because I see and hear other schools the public schools, some of the teachers get together and have groups outside of the school, keeping it away from the parents. Don't tell the parents and putting the kids against their parents, the family. And that's part of Marxism. Yeah, it's uh, it's not right. So like I said, giving the kids the courage to go, we, we, we do talk about it at length. I find the time to let them know it's okay to feel that way. Many people have questions. I'm their their teacher, but that nobody loves them more than their parents. And nobody wants to help them more than their parents. I love them. They're my students. They're not my children. And at the end of the day, I'm a parent myself, and I would want that information if it was given to a teacher, given to me, so I could walk my child through it and help them through it. Sounds like a good idea. Well, I want to thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to join us here today so we can all hear how different it is in a private school. And actually, we have hope. So I want to thank you again for coming on today. Thanks for having me. And I hope we have you again soon. Thank you, Renegade Nation, for taking the time to listen to my guest speaker today. If you have any concerns or topics you'd like to discuss, reach me at lauramarie at talkthestreet.com. I'd love to hear from you. Remember, I'm our voice, the people's voice. And you're listening to Talk on the Street with Laura Marie on Renegade Talk Radio.